the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and I've got some incredible people who know stuff about teenagers um, and uh, youth ministry and college ministry uh, here with me. So uh, we're going to be talking about one of the things that I, I've I don't think I have ever met a youth worker that was very excited about this subject. And yet learning to do it well is absolutely central. And that is budgeting. So uh, we'll talk, uh, let's kind of work around the the room here. Um, Ryan, can you uh, introduce yourself to us? Tell us uh, who you are and where where you're from. Yep. I'm Ryan Pendergraf. I'm uh, the Minister of Discipleship at St. John's United Methodist in Anderson, South Carolina. Chris? I'm Chris Lynch. I'm the coordinator of youth ministries for the South Carolina Annual Conference. Neil? Hi, I'm Neil Bose from Jesse Lee Church in Richfield, Connecticut. Uh, we're with the New York Annual Conference. And Rebecca? Rebecca Blood. I'm a college and young adult minister at First United Methodist Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right. Uh, where do you start with budget? That's like like step zero. Where where is the beginning of budgeting for for you guys? I think it starts with the goals. You know what what is it that you uh, are looking to accomplish? Um, you know what what's your purpose? What is it that, that you're looking to do? And then um, uh, then you figure out well how are you going to do it? What programs are you going to run? And how's that how's that going to work? And then you just sort of have to prioritize it uh, from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we put a big priority on. Um, on building community okay. uh, within our uh, youth ministry groups. And so a retreat is a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that actually takes a, a large portion of our budget. Right. Uh, and then the other things that are, um, you know, uh, pulling in there, um, you know, we do that. I think there's a lot of uh, question uh, among, you know, uh, with our activities and stuff, you know, how much are we underwriting and how much really becomes pay to play, right. uh, that type of thing. So that, that's a discussion yeah. that you kind of have to have as well. No, that's that's huge. Uh, what about you, Chris? Where do you start when you're starting on thinking about budget? Yeah, I think that, that it's very similar to what Neil said, and is that looking ahead, you know, I can remember in the in I've been in youth ministry a, a long time. Um, I'm, I'm an adult youth worker in that I'm older than a teenager. The number of years I've been in youth ministry, and I can remember in the early years of doing youth ministry, looking, looking back. I'm almost middle age, you know. Uh, I can look back and and say, well, last year we our budget was this amount of money, and I don't want to go any higher or lower than that, or I want to get that same amount. So how am I going to spend that money? Uh-huh. And so it started with the money, uh, and I think a better place to start is to start with the ministry. And and what kind of what Neil said is, where do I? What is it we want to accomplish next year? Um, what are our? What is it that we value? Uh, what is is it that there is that what is our vision or our mission for youth ministry? And then how specifically do we want to see that lived out next year? And, and then start looking at, okay, what's that going to cost? Right. Uh, and, and so it starts with that, that the ministry piece versus the starting with the money piece and figuring out how to spend a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it starts for me. Rebecca, where do you start? Well, I agree with what's already been said. Um, I can still, as I'm prioritizing and as I'm looking at last year and things like that, I can still sort of feel tied up. And so it helps me 
just in my own process to have two, maybe even three columns on a whiteboard. A whiteboard's an essential tool for me. Yeah. Um, but one is a dream category. One is a wish category of like, I don't know if I could do this, but if I was stretching a little bit and I, and I wasn't limiting myself to what money I actually think I'll have, I'd like to do this. And dream is like, if money were no object whatsoever, I would do this. And then that helps me actually make my actual budget because yeah. if I'm, yeah. I don't know, it helps get the ideas flowing. It helps me think, okay, so what are my priorities? Because sometimes I can look at last year and think, well, I have X amount, so it doesn't matter what my priorities are or just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of trip myself up. So this helps me really kind of <laughs> release in my own mind. What are my priorities? Okay, well, I would have a mission trip to this location because X, Y, Z, and it helps me define those things and then work backwards. Yeah, and I think that dreaming piece is important because I, whenever I, I remember to do those kind of things, I almost always find that at least some of the elements of my dream pieces can be reality. You know, like you're going through and you're like, well, I right. mean, yeah. we can't actually go to the moon but we could go to the space center, right? You know, like, uh, so yeah, that's, that's helpful. That is so helpful. Uh, Ryan, where do you start? Yeah. I don't know if I I start here, but it's something I learned, um, maybe in some hard ways, uh, that that's really important. That's the relationship, uh, that I have with the person who runs point in approving the overall budget for the church. Um, whether that's a business administrator or, uh, director of finance. Um, I can remember very vividly 10 years ago, walking into a meeting with a, an administrator and handing my budget and she just laughed at me. Um, <laughs> and how that just got our relationship, um, started on a, on a, um, wrong foot. And I have learned over the years that it's important to build that relationship and build a level of trust so that you can, uh, in some ways have an advocate for what you're submitting. Um, because they gain an understanding of what you're doing. Because a lot of times budget people know as much about youth ministry as youth ministry know, people know about budgeting. Hallelujah. Um, And, and so um, I've learned um, through some lessons that um, if I can have a strong relationship with our budget person or budget people, um, the conversations that I have about goals and changes uh, go a lot better because very seldom have I come into a student ministry role and looked at the current budget and, and it was ideal and perfect. Um, there right. are always changes that made. And so those relationships and how you handle those are, are very important in, in building a budget. Yeah. And, and, I want to say another thing too, Jeremy, is that um, a couple of things that, I, that I've learned that I think I would start with if I was starting over is to piggyback on what Ryan said about the relationships is, is don't, allow yourself, you don't have to do your budget alone. Yeah. You know, that's that, there are that, you know, that, that talking with your team about, of, of volunteers or, or pastor and or administrative, you know, folks, finance people and all those sort of things through the process. Uh, and so it doesn't just become your budget. It's something that's shared. Uh, you're automatically then building um, some, credibility when you show this number that some folks may laugh at well you've got some folks who understand the the why behind that so i would say not to go it alone the other piece i would say too is 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 starting early um 
you know, it, it, it's it's pretty regular that you're going to start hearing about budgets, you know, in this time of year, that, that right. you know, September to November kind of timeline. And, you know, I, I'm, I can speak from experience. I can remember sitting at a desk and looking at a date and getting an email and realizing, oh, crap, my budget's due tomorrow. Right. And so I'm trying to throw it together to, you know, in a day or a week and those sort of things. And that, and then it becomes such a, a, a rush thing that the only, the best way I can do it is to look back. And again, that, that looks, it keep, takes a lot of the, the looking forward out. So if, if you know it's coming, begin to start having those conversations with those people earlier. I think the earlier you can start and not going it alone would be a couple pieces of advice that I think would be critical uh, in, 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 in uh, helping that budgeting process. Yeah, I think there's usually somebody, either a parent or um, uh, a volunteer, that is some sort of professional financial person, a person who works at a bank, a person who works at a, is a CPA. And, and, and I think that it can be really, really helpful because sitting down with them in that process, because a lot of times there are just things that you don't know you should be doing that will help your process and help everything. Um, and so sitting down with somebody and, and saying, you know, as you're walking through, they, they might say, well, then how do you track expenses for these you know, events? And you say, well, I just kind of guess it, right? Or, or you know, what, whatever. Um, having somebody with that sort of financial mind uh, can be incredibly helpful long term. And um, will will when you give that to your administrator, whoever it is, um, you can say, hey, I sat down with um, Guy, the vice president of our local bank uh, to do this. And I'm really, I really feel good about this budget. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, this person enlisted help from a professional, you know, they, they, and they take it a little bit differently uh, that way. All right. Last call. What, what are some, you know, we started about getting started, um, but what about the rest of it? What's the, what's the key do you think um, in planning and crafting successful youth ministry budgets? If you have the uh, luxury of uh, building in a little contingency uh, into your budget, um, mm-hmm. in, in, in case gas prices spike or, or, uh, in case some other ministry opportunity presents itself in the middle of the fiscal year, uh, right. and, and wow, if we had only known this was going to happen, we could be right up on this. Um, you know, if you have that kind of a, of a luxury to be able to build in a contingency to the budget, that's a, that's a great thing. I think. Absolutely. I think, um, especially when I was first starting out, I, there's this temptation to do spectacular programs, but depending on the spectacularity of the program, they may be unattainable for the students that are supposed to go to them, right? They right. may be super expensive and you're charging more than people can pay. And so that's something to always have in the back or front of your mind when you are budgeting is yes, this will look really good. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fireworks would be awesome, but could we do spark? <laughs> what right. are they? Sparklers. Um, or, or whatever, how can I make this accessible to the people that I want to come? Especially, I, I'm thinking in terms of events here. A lot of right. my budget will go to different events, and I'm thinking, what are my goals? And my goals are that this will be just over the top, if I'm right. honest, sometimes. Um, but my students may not be able to be included in over the top. So either budgeting scholarships or taking it down a notch so that it's as inclusive as possible. Yeah. 
I, I would, I would, <clears throat> excuse me. I would also say just not just throwing numbers and on a page, but having thought through the why, so that you, so if there comes a point when you are asked specifically, um, you know what it, what that money will be used for, and how that's impacting ministry, or, or you're asked some question like that, you've got some response to. I don't even like the word defend the budget, but that's the best word I come up with is, 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 um, so you've got a reason and some, when you are, when, when, cause there will, there will typically almost always, it feels like in my, at least in my experience, there's going to be someone on that finance committee or whatever group is approving the budget. That's going to have a question and they're going to doubt that you really need that much money for to rent a van or, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you do your, I guess the, the thing is do your homework so you can say, look, it costs X amount of dollars to go to enterprise and get this van or it costs, you know, you get, so you do your homework so you, so you can, um, answer when those questions are asked to the best of your ability. Yeah. I think that, you know what, Chris, to, uh, uh, sorry to piggyback onto that, uh, a little bit. Um, you know, if you have, um, an advisory committee, uh, you know, a commission, uh, a group of people you can collaborate with, even in the budgeting process. I, I'm, you know, I'm talking about uh, lay members of the church that can kind of come together and you can present your vision to them. And, and they have they have a stake in youth ministry, either they're passionate about teenagers succeeding or they are parents or whatever the case may be. Uh, but, you know, if you if you have an opportunity to build up some collaboration, then it's easier to, you know, kind of defend the budget uh, that way. I think as well, uh, it's important to think of it, um, to be able to phrase things in terms of ministry um, and uh, so that people can kind of... when you, for example, we uh, for for a long time would feed kids breakfast on Sunday mornings, right? And um, and we just had free. Some of it was free, and some of it they could pay for. Um, but we were asked why we we're spending X dollars on on that. Um, and you could say, well, because we want to give some kids some food, right? Or because the kids are hungry, that might be better. Um, or you know, there's a whole list of things, but. But what changes it, uh, those conversations a lot of time, is being defer- being able to phrase it in terms of ministry. And so, what uh, the, the response that we gave was, um, when kids are hungry, they can't pay attention. And so, feeding them enables them to hear God speaking in our lesson time. And so, the food is really about hearing God speak, right? And when we can phrase like that van is about, uh, you know, is about, is about, let's say we're going on a mission trip. Well, the van is enabling kids to hear the call of God into mission or to partner with this organization, whatever it is. Um, But I think sometimes uh, there are always bean counters who want the actual quote that they want to see the quote that you got need to be prepared with that. But most of the people involved in those kind of committees or asking you questions, when you put it in terms of of ministry, they're like, oh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to be about. I got it. (laughs) Uh, And this is serving that greater purpose. Um, I, I think too, along those lines, anytime you can somehow um, tell the story of youth ministry to the greater church, yeah, 
uh, it, it that can come back to play in that budgeting process where they can remember, oh, I remember, I remember, you know, Johnny or Susie, uh, you know, talked at the, you know, gave a report about the way this mission trip or this retreat had impacted their walk. So absolutely, I want to fully fund that. So the more you can tell that story leading up and throughout the year, not just during budget time, so these people, because then people think it's being manipulative. Of course, they're going to tell these great stories now they want our money. But if you're just that becomes part of your culture of figuring out creative ways to to share either in, either in the services or or at you know Wednesday night fellowship meals or on websites or 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 social media having youth can you know can articulate the impact that the the ministries are having upon their faith. Then when it comes time for budgeting, then people remember those things and they're and they're more willing to 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 help with the impact that is being um, uh, experienced. Right. And, and I think that that's, uh, that's absolutely key. And, and the last thing I think for us is we, when you're evaluating the budget, you, it's also time to getting back to where Neil kind of started this conversation um, is looking at your priorities, right? Because Sometimes you're saying, you know, we we value, Neil said he values relationships, right? Or we're going to value, we're going to emphasize this. But if we don't spend, we don't change the way our money is structured to actually emphasize that, to kind of give some funding towards that, um, then then sometimes we it's just that paying lip service to our values and not actually valuing it, right? Um, so it's uh, looking at a budget is also a time to assess, are we actually you know, putting our money where our mouth is kind of, you know, in a more literal sense. Um, uh, but thank you guys all so much for the insight. This was an incredible podcast and I, I think really helpful uh, because budgeting is something, not only do people delay and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, when, if you didn't get an accounting degree in college, you might just not know where to start. And that's, that's what we want to be for people, right? When you sit down, get online uh, to do youth ministry, we've got your back. We want to be your first source for lessons and games and ideas and coaching. And you can find all that at youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this one, youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. <laughs>